0: This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation this week. Today, we are joined by political scientists from Sonoma State University, Dr. David McEwen. And of course, as we've been reporting throughout the day on KCBS, the Bay Area's own Representative Barbara Lee announcing her candidacy to replace Senator Dianne Feinstein next year. Barbara Lee's announcement joins those of Representatives Katie Porter and Adam Schiff in the Democratic primary race to be held next March. Representative Lee is in her 12th term of office from the 12th congressional district, a district that includes much of Alameda County and cities such as Oakland, Berkeley and on down to San Leandro. Now, the congressional district is also the most Democratic one in the nation. So, Professor McEwen, set the context here a little bit for us today. How is this announcement important in the overall, I guess, situation with this race to replace Senator Feinstein?
1: Well, good afternoon, Chris and Patty. As you think about this particular race, uh, ballots go out in, in less than a year. Um, the registration before the early March primary, also less than a year out. And so candidates obviously are lining up. And, and there are both challenges and an opening for Representative Barbara Lee. That One of the challenges is going to be raising money. She hasn't raised a ton of money as a member of Congress. That's going to be a challenge because Adam Schiff, for example, has $21, 22000000 million. Katie Porter, almost $8 million. So she, she's going to have to raise money. Part of that challenge as well is introducing herself to voters in the, in the Southland, uh, Southern California. She's the only Northern California Democrat to be in the race so far. That's hugely important. And her brand of progressive politics is also something she's cultivated for a long time. She's talked about issues around social justice, for example, race relations, criminal justice reform, long before those things came into vote more recently. And she's also been the head of the Congressional Black Caucus and running that Progressive Caucus. So she's run to the left. So there's going to be a number of issues that she'll weigh in on that provide her some distinction or difference from the other two in the race, but at the same time, some challenges. Not all of those are about money. Some of those are about foreign policy and other issues as she introduces herself to voters. Also, this is an historic announcement. Look, there have been two female African-American senators in U.S. history. Carol Mosley Braun, who came in in the year of the woman, 1993, and obviously Kamala Harris. Other than that, there's been no other African-American women in the U.S. Senate and only 11 African-Americans overall in the, in the Senate. So in some ways, her, even her announcement is historic today. When you
0: look at, at her name recognition, I mean, Adam Schiff's got great re- name recognition, you could say, outside of the state of California as well, because of his role in the, the impeachment and other hearings. Uh, how does Barbara Lee stack up on that front?
1: Yeah, uh, Patty, she she stacks up for progressives uh, well in that regard. But in terms of kind of threading the needle into a place uh, to moderate California voters that are going to be important, for example, in the general election, that will be important. You're also going to have to advertise to those voters so you make it through the primary season. And uh, California's top two system, if there's only, say, three or four Democrats, uh, that that uh, has a uh, an opening for her. But moving forward, how do you then switch back or move back to the middle where most of those voters will be, including some, say, valley Democrats, uh, coastal Republicans, those folks that will be participating in a presidential election? You're also going to have a number of ballot measures on the ballot that is going to spin up turnout by five or six points. Uh, the governor's not on the ballot. So as Democrats line up behind candidates. Uh, That will be an important element for her appeal. Uh, One thing to pay attention to is whether or not any other Democrats get into the race. Ro Khanna has been rumored to be interested in this race. If he gets in and another Democrat gets in, that then provides an opening. If there are five or six Democrats, Democratic heavyweights in the race, all carving up uh, the political universe in some ways, that provides an opening for a well-known well-funded republican from southern california to make some waves doesn't mean they'd win or be in a place to move forward in next november but it does provide them an opening if there's a number of democratic candidates that are beating the heck out of each other
0: yeah the top 2 system really just makes this much more interesting and i saw some analysis talking about uh, specifically down in southern california karen bass is an example here where she was a black woman who wasn't widely recognized until she Started to be vetted by Joe Biden as a vice presidential candidate, she leveraged that into a run for the mayorship of uh, of Los Angeles. Not with money; I mean, she was well outspent in that race, but by building a coalition on the ground to go out and knock on doors. With Lee, it's a bit different. She hasn't had a competitive race in twenty five years. Can she build that sort of infrastructure?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of differences there, Chris. I think you're wise to point them out. There, one example. You know, uh, Karen Bass was a California assembly speaker, so she was able to build a team that also uh, knew how Sacramento worked and, in addition, uh, was hugely important with all those voters in L.A. And as Rick Caruso, running for mayor of L.A., spent a lot of money and Karen Bass did everything right in terms of building her Democratic coalition over the years and decades and and, and kind of a mainstream Democrat uh, tied to those Democratic constituencies, that was very helpful for her. Barbara Lee is a different type of Democrat. She's uh, much more liberal, much more progressive. She's someone who's been anti-war for a long time. Obviously, with the one-year anniversary of what's happening in the war in Ukraine, that is an important element. And senators have to pay very close attention to what's happening with U.S. foreign policy. So when you look at what's happening in North Korea or Iran, or you look at what's happening in the Middle East, let alone what's happening with NATO, Ukraine, and Europe – that is a hugely important component of U.S. foreign policy, U.S. security policy. Barbara Lee has been to the left in those areas. And can she pivot to the middle or move things in a direction that uh, most California voters who, who tend to be bluer, more Democratic, is in a direction they want to go? And, and we, we haven't seen that so far. And so she's built a different type of coalition. But it's a coalition that's going to require her to go outside and get some national money. And can she compete that way? You don't want today to be the high water mark of your campaign. You want to want to be scrappy. You want to show yourself as the alternative to an establishment candidate like Adam Schiff and also to, say, someone like Katie Porter who can raise a lot of money in her own right. So it should be very interesting. But I don't know that we're done seeing all the candidates, let alone the issues that are going to matter. And also, look, if Dianne Feinstein were to resign or leave office, Uh, the governor would be responsible for appointing her replacement. And Barbara Lee was mentioned as a possible replacement before Alex Padilla was in that office. She's 76. Uh, She's been around politics for a long time, first elected in 1998. Is she someone who is going to be there uh, and and would be considered if she only served a term or two? And how would you enforce that? These are all open questions for her candidacy. But she's left in and she's going to have to uh, raise a lot of dollars very soon to show some of her bona fides to be really uh, a serious candidate.
0: Thank you so much. Our guest, Sonoma State political scientist, Dr. David McEwen.